Okay, hello everybody. This is Sean and Anthony from the Horror Vision, and we just watched Overlord, and we were going to talk about it a little bit. So, Anthony, what did you think? I I liked it. Um, the first two thirds of the film play off like a great uh, World War Two action action flick. You know, lots of bang bang shoot 'em ups. Um, it starts to dip into the uh, more devious subplot of the Nazis doing human experimentation and trying to create super soldiers. And eventually all that comes to play in the third act and it's, it's total chaos at that point. Um, that part I think is where the fun kicks in. Um, I mean, if you're into uh, world war two flicks or, or just war flicks in general, um, it'll definitely be something that you can gravitate toward and still find, you know, a great deal of entertainment from it. Um, and then the horror aspect kicks in during the, the, you know, late to, late, late second uh, yeah. part of the film. It's kind of introduced. It's yeah. teased early on, yeah. uh, but it's not until the end of the second act. Yeah, they drizzle it on you before you're soaked in blood. Yeah, by the end well of the said. Film. Well yeah. said. Uh, Sean, I, lay it on me. I really liked it. There was a point um, in the second act where I felt like maybe there was a pacing issue, and I remember thinking, "This is going to be." I, I still liked it, but I was like, "This is going to be like a." Um, the movie I came away with was Daybreakers, which I don't want to tangent on that too much, but it's a movie that I really enjoyed in the theater, but I would probably never watch again. It just kind of lived and breathed for me in that one theatrical experience, and I liked it, but, you know, that was that was the shelf that it will be left on for the rest of my life, mostly. Tangent-wise, if you haven't seen his first film, go or that, those two guys' film, go back and watch that first film that they did, Undead. Oh, uh, I have seen it. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, great flick. Uh, yeah, it is. I didn't realize it was the same guys. All right, enough tangent. <laughs> um, but, so, um, then, you know, so the I, little bit of a pacing issue, still liked it, and then, really, the third act, and the second act, third act, when they go into this, you know, church, this under underground laboratory, it really gets visceral, and that's what this movie does good. I suggest seeing it in the theater. In uh, We saw it in an AMC, and I thought the sound was amazing, and it really makes it. The beginning of the movie, you see a lot of it in the trailer. You know, they're, they're going to parachute in, and they need to blow up this um, tower in uh, France so that the Allies can come in and land, you know, Normandy. And so they're kind of the crux operation of World War II, and you see in the trailer where their plane gets shot down, they have to do emergency parachuting or whatever, and that whole sequence is just fucking nuts. And it's very loud and bombastic and chaotic and, and visceral. I mean, it really... You're you're there. And also, like, the the main... I mean, kind of the... It's an ensemble piece, but, you know... Uh, I'll butcher his name, but Yovan Adepo, who plays Boyce, kind of the main character, as he's falling from the plane... Like, it's like there's a GoPro on them, and I don't know exactly how they did that. I'd like to read about it, but, I mean, I felt like, like oh, I'm like, is, is he way, really yeah. falling? Like, how he's spinning. Like, oh. they, it might have been a wire rig yeah. that they set up, but those the effects they added into that scene, you know, just with bullets flying everywhere, yeah. bombs blowing up everywhere, it's fucking bitching looking. It really is cool. Yeah, and definitely well worth whatever you pay to see it in the theater. Um, and then, so they kind of bring that back in the third act where... Like Anthony said, it sh- shit goes nuts in this castle, and and I, I don't want to give too much away, but you know, the, there's experiments on people, and there's a lot of nefarious things going on. It all kind of comes to fruition in a lot of blood. And uh, the guy that played the head Nazi, so uh, 
let's see. I'm looking for a name here. God, the, ah, no, that's Dr. Reichman. I'm not sure which one. Uh, well, we can edit this. We, yeah, the head Nazi ends up being, and he's actually the thumbnail, I think, on the trailer on YouTube. I noticed he's got like half of his face blown off or whatever. Really good villain. Uh, he had a lot of presence. Uh, another cool thing that um, respected the genre was the use of practical effects. Mm-hmm. Very little CG thrown into it. Um, a lot of the stuff you see up close and personal is pretty pretty intense and um, and done really well practically. Um, you also are seeing uh, the use of like an amputee. Like oh. I think there's an amputee actor in there oh also. My God, really brings it home. <laughs> so so the creep out factor is is pretty pretty genuine. Like it, it's done well. Um, I will say this: I'll probably end up going back to see it one more time. It's still I think it's showing an IMAX, so I'll probably do one more IMAX showing. Um, I've, I've you guys have heard me say it before: worth your time. Go give it a go. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and and J.J. Abrams, I feel like you know, he's producer, executive producer, and it's a bad robot flick. He's I don't always love his stuff, but I really respect what he does because there's not many people making stuff like this on a big screen with this kind of budget, and it it's refreshing. Uh, it it really you know I tend to go into movies like this just expecting because it's like a in a theater in like a major studio. That it's going to be, in some way, there's going to be a subterfuge, and I'm going to be like, ah, okay, you know, they, they kind of pushed out or whatever. But it doesn't. It's it. There were some things, you know, we both thought were a little lacking. We can't really go into, but there's like kind of a setup that didn't really play, pay off at the lab, but it's fine. I mean, it, it's a small complaint. I still really liked what they did, so I, I would agree. Definitely, you know, go see it and... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a theater movie, definitely. It's apt for a Hollywood film. Um, it does feel Hollywood. Um, it, the, I, there was a film that just came out recently, another Nazi World War II flick called Trench Eleven, which feels very, you know, low budge, but uh, manages to use the same amount of uh, practical effects and remain, uh, I guess, serious. or not, it, it engages you enough to keep you locked in. And, and this film... Um, does that like i said it's got something for everybody as far as action and yeah. horror film fans go um yeah it, it it manages to keep pushing it pushing forward and um i think it's interesting that a hollywood film is is, is willing to uh push the boundaries of what they can get away with in, in r-rated films so yeah that's it yeah the, check the, it out the amputee was great I, I forgot about that check that, it out that was yeah. really something so Okay, well, we'll be back with another episode soon. So until then, I'm Sean. I'm Anthony. And uh, good night.